Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Mr. Husker Football joins us every Wednesday. It's Mike Babcock at MD Babs. On Twitter is where you find Mike. can also subscribe to his newsletter uh, with Hale Varsity. Mike B. at Herdant Sports. So uh, get that locked in for all your Husker football needs. Babbers, it is uh, Fear the Turtle Saturday, true or false? Uh, true. Uh, I'm actually the guy that picked uh, Nebraska to beat Michigan State, as you remember last week. So It's okay. <laughs> my credibility is... Uh, undercut there but yeah i think this is there's concern obviously going into this game uh the one thing that you wonder is having lost now four in a row what's the mindset for maryland um and playing on the road playing in lincoln uh does that give nebraska an advantage in this game you would think that the home field will be the the advantage the deciding factor a lot of times, weather needs to be or can be a factor uh, in Lincoln in November. That's not the case, Babbers. It's great for everybody else except uh, 70,000 plus that are at Memorial Stadium trying to watch a, an aerial offense get stymied. Uh, yeah. easy, easier said than done. Yeah, it's going to be 60 and sunny. Well, we'll, we'll smile, walk into the tailgate. Uh, it, it might not help things out on third and eight. <laughs> No 12th man uh, on the defense with uh, compliments of the weather. Right. Uh, it'll just it'll just be all the folks in red and white uh, being loud and proud. But how are you feeling about six? Elijah and I started the show off talking about that, and I'm, I'm still confident Nebraska finds a way to six. Uh, they're really limited. I, I do understand that. It's kind of remarkable after how things have started, the ups and downs of this season. To, uh, to still be right there. Now, you also need to, to look at last Saturday that was there for you, uh, for Nebraska. Uh, didn't get it handled, but I think they can, can use that as a bit of fuel and they can for sure try and bounce back. You know, I keep changing my uh, – I, I started the season by saying if they're going to get to six, they need to beat Minnesota. Then they didn't beat Minnesota. Then I said, if they're going to get to six, they need to beat Colorado. They didn't beat Colorado. Then I said, if they're going to get to six, they need to beat Michigan State. They didn't beat Michigan State. So now we're down to now we're down to Maryland, and and folks at Maryland are saying the same thing. You know, here's a here's a chance to become bowl eligible against Nebraska. I don't know where that stands, but I think that um, uh, I'm I'm probably not in agreement with uh, Dion on this. But uh, I think that the, this is probably the best chance because going on the road to play Wisconsin, regardless, Nebraska has not had success against Wisconsin since it's been in the Big Ten and it's worse in Madison. And the second thing is uh, Iowa, as uh, Elijah pointed out, 
Iowa scores three points and you, you know, it's like a, it's enough charge. Yeah. That, that could be enough. So I think that the Maryland game is, is key to six wins, but I've said that about other games and it didn't come true. So we're still in a position where we can see Nebraska become bowl eligible. And I think this is the best chance because it's at home and it's against a team that, and I know two of those losses were to top 10 teams, but it's a team that's lost four in a row and has to be questioning itself to some degree. Um, and can the other thing is, can it stop uh, Nebraska from running the ball? Mike Babcock's with us, Sale Varsity Radio at MD Babs on Twitter. As uh, we go into the phones here. Yeah, let's do it. All right, Tad, thanks for hanging on. You're on with uh, Babbers and me and, and Elijah. Go for it. Good afternoon, boys. Hey, listen, um, like I've been saying all along, and I agree with Babs, um, but here's my situation, and, you know, I've been a coach for a long time, is that uh, by pounding the football and pounding the football, until they stop you, until they stop you. And that's the reason why we utilize that so much, especially with the offensive line we have. And I don't care how anybody wants to color it, but for two years we've got guys that can't move their feet, guys that are bent over trying to block somebody 6'9", and they just walk around them. And that's what Michigan State did last week. So – what we do is we put our football players in better situations, shorter passes, pounding the football, learning how to run the option. For God's sakes, please learn that. You got Tommy Frazier right up in a booth somewhere. Bring him down, show him how to fake, how to do some things when he comes around the corner. If he's open and he fakes a pass, that kind of stuff. But we are really, really, really going to be good in the future because we're young. But I'm telling you, Coach has got everything. I text him. I said, your punter's falling backwards when he punts, and he's getting these 38-yard punts that aren't helping us out any, putting us on the short field. That's just simple things that that are going to really help this football team. But put your players in the best possible position with the talent you have to win football games. Thanks, guys. Dad, appreciate you, you chiming in. Babbers will let you respond to a little of that. I assume you heard him. Yeah, well, I'll agree with him. So, yeah. We, uh, you know, that one thing that uh, on the running, uh, running the option, it seemed to me that uh, when uh, Coach Satterfield talked on Tuesday, um, it's kind of different now about what they're telling him to do when he runs the ball. Like, go into contact and, and try to get the most out of it that you can. Don't slide. And I thought earlier we heard the other side of it, you know, is like, be careful, don't get hurt. I think if you turn him loose from that standpoint, your running game gets much better, your option gets much better because he's uh, being aggressive, which is what I take it to be a characteristic. When he's at his best, that's the way he is. Um, And, you know, I agree with Tad. Do the short passes, but put the emphasis on running the ball, being being able to establish the run. And if you can do that, you cut down on the number of opportunities that Maryland would have the ball, 
and you also put yourself in a position to, I think, get some points on the board. Just hammer away. Uh, short and sweet. Hold on to the football. Just grind it out. Maryland, guys, has tapped out. Mm. They tapped out against Northwestern. They tapped out uh, against Illinois. And what I mean by that is they, 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 they had no answer. And by the fourth quarter, there, there was really no stop by that Maryland defense with, uh, with, with Northwestern. I know they throw it around a little bit more, but really Illinois kind of set a blueprint for me. Uh, you're not going to match up talent-wise with what uh, Ohio State had. <laughs> All right. But some of these teams that Nebraska has beaten, um, their their success against Maryland was was just hammering away. Well, well, defensively, the game plan is is limit the big plays. You know what? They're, they're going to get their 30- and 40-yard chunk plays. That's what Maryland is offensively. Keep that drive to three points as opposed to seven, and don't let them drive the length of the field on you for seven. Like, like that's the big key defensively is can you turn seven points from their offense into three? If you can do that, you give your offense a chance. And then, yeah, as you said, it's, it's the body blows against this Maryland front seven that's going to allow you to go get a victory. But but I think Michigan State kind of laid out a game plan of, you know what, like their, their pass defense was not great, Michigan State. So they're just throwing an extra guy into the box and, and – I guess daring you to beat you over the top. Is Maryland going to do the same? Is there a game plan to beat Nebraska's offense now in terms of loading up the box and, and daring them to throw the ball deep on you? Is, is that what it's going to be? Because Nebraska's had some success there. Won a game, it felt like, against Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue in terms of beating them over the top. But then Michigan State, that kind of fell away. Is there a game plan now to beat Nebraska's offense? Meaning, is this just going to be an ugly football game that we see on Saturday? That's the question to me is, in terms of want to and can do, what what do you want to do with the running game? What can you do with the running game now that some defenses know the game plan to beat this Husker offense? Well, Babbers and Elijah, look at the Northwestern numbers here. Northwestern didn't, you know, with sack-adjusted yardage, they still ran it 40 times. I mean, Northwestern ran the football 40 times for 99 yards, 2.5 a carry, but they only attempted 23 passes with Sullivan. And uh, to me, there's there's a little bit of a blueprint. You look at Illinois, what, what they did, and uh, they ran it 39 times for 131 yards and 28 pass attempts. That was a bit of a back-and-forth ball game. But Illinois was up 10 most of that second half, so – right there in front of you. <laughs> just just yeah, run the football. I think Nebraska can run the ball better than either of those teams if, if they set their set their mind to it. I think the Huskers can do that. Um, and if again, if you can get the running game going and get, get the defense focused on that, then you can find some guys open. You can find that tight end. You can, you can get some pass plays going, but I think you have to establish the run, particularly the way Nebraska plays with that, with some option. Um, if if you can get that going, and on the other side of the ball, if you can if you can, don't let Tangabailoa get outside the pocket and start moving around, which is what something that he does well. Um, I think you have a chance to win this game. Mike, how concerned are you about defensively limiting the explosive plays? Because when Nebraska's gotten beaten this year, except the Minnesota game, which I kind of put to the side, being the first game of the year, Colorado beat you with explosive plays, Michigan. I mean, they drove the field on you, but then they, they, they really finished off drives with explosive plays. And then Michigan State beat you this past week with explosive plays. Are you concerned about Nebraska's defensive ability to stop those explosive plays from the Maryland offense, which is really where they make their bread and butter? Well, um, anytime you're facing a quarterback that's thrown 21 touchdown passes to eight interceptions and leads a conference in passing yards, 
Um, I think that's a concern. The question is, can the offensive line, can that offensive line for Maryland protect him sufficiently that Nebraska can't get the kind of pressure that uh, we're talking about here? Um, if Nebraska can, I think it's not a concern. But this guy, the quarterback is talented and he's thrown for he's, – he's proven what he can do. And that that's a concern, obviously. Well, it'll be a big challenge for the Nebraska defense. They've looked good against – some teams that, that are limited on offense, not their fault, just reality. This is a third crack at it for Nebraska's defense going up against a, a pretty salty offense. You look at the, the buffs were, and you look at what Michigan is, uh, this is uh, you know a third time potentially the charm for this Nebraska defense against a top 30, top 25 offense. Babbers, uh, what, uh, what can we expect in the, in the newsletter this week here that drops tomorrow real quick? Well, uh, as I pointed out in the historical newsletter, Nebraska has never lost to Maryland, and uh, that's uh, two wins. <laughs> uh, so we got that going for us. Uh, you got that streak there, um, and uh, you know that's all I'm going to say. That's uh, all right. You know, one, that's all right. one thing I should say, I didn't say it in the newsletter, but um, it, I bring it up. I think the officiating was a problem in the Michigan State game. I. I I don't want to put it all on the officials, but I didn't think it was a well-officiated game. That's uh, right on. Babbers, we'll talk this weekend. Thank you. Thanks, guys.